Good morning, everyone. It's time for news. And um, I don't know. There's so much do, Monsieur Gaudet. There's so much do on the windows out there in our super secret broadcast location. I don't know what it's doing. But the weather widget tells me it's sunny with high wispy clouds and in the mid uh, the mid 50s. Recent personal and political attacks against Secretary of State Bill Gardner by Senators Jean Shaheen, healthcare queen, and Margaret Wood Hassan aren't <coughs> going without notice or without response. The senators issued a joint statement on Facebook again criticizing Gardner for his involvement with the Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity after Vice Chair Chris Kobach, Kansas's Secretary of State, penned an op-ed declaring that were it not for voter fraud, Senator Kelly Ayotte would have been reelected. Probably true. Kobach's piece ran after New Hampshire House Speaker Sean Jasper released voter statistics he received from the Office of Secretary of State and the Department of Safety regarding not just the number of people who used out-of-state driver's licenses to register and vote, but also the number of people who have failed to register their cars or get a New Hampshire driver's license and the number of returned and unresponded to mail pieces from same-day registrants. After criticizing the commission and Kobach, uh, which has been something of a sport for these two uh, whose narrow election victories have been called into question. They called on Gardner to resign from the commission, saying his, quote, association with this partisan commission risks tarnishing his long legacy of fighting for new, the New Hampshire primary and promoting voter participation. And it would be in keeping with his distinguished record of immediate uh, to immediately relinquish any role with this commission. In comments published uh, in the recent edition of the New Hampshire Sunday News, Gardner said they were being hypocritical and asking him to do that, arguing they don't resign their positions on Senate committees because they have a disagreement with their leadership, said Gardner, quote, they should know better than to ask me to do that. He said he was on the bipartisan commission to establish the facts and see where they lead. He uh, the senators Attacks rallied state Republican lawmakers to Gardner's defense. Senator Regina Birdsell of Hampstead, chair of the Senate Election Law and Internal Affairs Committee, issued a statement praising Gardner's 40-year history of working with both parties on elections and other issues facing the state. Birdsell said she believed Gardner, quote, has our state, the Constitution, and our citizens' best interests at heart, regardless of party affiliation in every well-informed decision he makes. Also issuing a statement was Senator Sharon Carson of Londonderry, chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, quote, attacking the integrity of Secretary Gardner is simply reprehensible. He has always maintained nonpartisan stand on election-related issues and should be commended for his work for New Hampshire over many years. While we're on the topic of of voting, the supervisors of the checklist in Derry have announced they will meet tomorrow afternoon from 4 to 5 at the Derry Municipal Center to register new voters, receive name, address, and party affiliation changes, approve applications for voter registration, and approve changes to the checklist. Voter registration applications or changes may also be completed at the town clerk's office during normal business hours or at the polls on Election Day. News from Rome Backyard continues after this. Hi, I'm John Manellis, owner of Auto Care Plus. Join me every Friday morning at 7.40 for Auto Care Corner, where we'll take your calls and chat about everything you need to know about your car. Only on Gerard at Large. It was a dark and stormy night 
No, not really. Just couldn't figure out a way to start this story about last night's meeting of the Manchester Board of School Committee. It was a long lasting until about midnight, and it was at times stormy. Come to think of it, there was a dark item or two the board had to deal with, so I guess the opening sentence of this report was accurate. Anyway, the board approved a contract with City Year to provide services to eight elementary schools. In submitting the contract for approval, City Year Executive Director Pon Nitichian said, uh, stated the number of staff members in the schools had been reduced from 70 to 61 because the district had reduced its funding by $325,000. The district was able to maintain service levels last year by obtaining a $200,000 Title I reallocation grant from the State Department of Education. The one-time funds proved to be what they were as the city was unable to obtain another grant. Superintendent Dr. Bolhen Vargas gave the board an update on a range of issues from class sizes, which he said were moving significantly in the right direction, the opening of school, which went very smoothly, and the budget, which is being closely monitored. During his presentation, there was a bit of a dust-up between at-large member Rich Gerard and Assistant Superintendent Dr. Christine Martin and Special Services Director Dr. Jennifer Doloff over changes made to the city's preschool program. Gerard said the issues were brought to his attention by parents and district st- by parents and staff um, that while complaints had been resolved, they seemed to exist because of unannounced changes made to the program. Dolliff blamed changes on lack of space, despite having three new classrooms, and said that the growing number of special education students were forcing the district to reduce the number of non-special ed students in the program. That led to a challenge from Gerard, who recounted testimony given by Martin, to the Special Committee on Redistricting, who said the district was required to have a certain number of regular education students intermixed with special ed students. Doloff said that wasn't the case. Ultimately, Vargas intervened in the conversation, saying the administration would come back with a definitive answer after Gerard asked Martin if she just didn't know any better at the time she was uh, 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 didn't know any better at the time she was uh, making the recommendations. The board also approved Vargas's request to hire a lawyer for the district to provide access to legal counsel on a day-to-day basis and reduce outside legal fees. The move was tabled at the last meeting, but after hearing about a couple of minor changes brought forward by Board Vice Chair Arthur Beaudry of Ward 9, the board supported it unanimously. It also gave direction to Vargas on what it wanted to see in a reorganization of the district's organizational structure. Things seem to be changing for the better in the Manchester School District. That's good news. And that's news from our own backyard. Drought at Large, Hour 2 is next.